one nation that you might have read over the past few weeks or even the few months, the country of Lithuania. Oh, turn on the TV. Turn on the internet. You're going to see people are protesting on the streets. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that these people, they don't have the rights to voice their oppositions. But we really need to know why they are taking their opposition to the streets at this moment in the midst of this pandemic. And meanwhile, other countries in the European side are also actually doing the same thing. So that's why in this episode, I would like to address all the issues and we're going to get deeper in some of the questions and also some of the answers. Now, in order to bring you the best content, we actually found the reliable source all the way from Lithuania. And now today, this person is going to join our show and to answer all the questions with everything we just mentioned. So welcome to The Missing Piece. Now, let's start with Lithuania. Again, it's no surprise that we turn on the TV, even in China, when we get the social media content. Surprisingly, that we see people are actually crowding the streets. They were screaming, they were yelling, they were chanting outside the governmental facilities. Can you just tell us and share with us briefly what is happening in the country right now? Well... Truthfully, a lot of Lithuanians are other countries as well, because most of these actions happened in Vilnius. And uh, from what I gathered, it happened because uh, people, the society, let's say, are tired of vaccines, they don't want to get vaccinated, and the government knows that. So government decided that after August, um, people that are not vaccinated, might get fired from the workplace, they might not use public transport, they might not travel, and in general, they might be excluded from the social life. Uh, as, you, as you can hear, it uh, faces, it's risky for some people now not to get vaccinated, but now they believe that government is going against them, against their freedom of choice. That's why people went there in huge numbers and uh, went to protest, or at least that's what was supposed to happen. What happened was that riots started when, when it became dark. People that started riots were 20 people, were from uh, political parties and so on. Some of those 20 people would always do riots, or so I gathered. But now this uh, meeting, this protest, has a sour t- left sour taste in not only government's mouth, but international overall. Because now it's hard to even speak about it because this protest, when, at least in Lithuanian news sources, was made to be like a ploy against government, against uh, a country as a whole. And it correlated with protests that happened nearby refugee camp. And uh, right now, what is circulating, it feels like uh, outsiders work to um, destabilize the country, you know. Because as you know, Lithuanian country is having problems with Belarus. For example, Lukashenko told us that, hey, you better watch your back mm. because you don't know what's coming. 
And uh, as you know, in China, we also uh, not have the best relations with China nor Russia. So we are in a risky place. And it is indeed correlating rather um, way too conveniently, you know, these protests after Lithuanians uh, said various things about Belarus, Russia and China. So, of course, some people might think that is insider's job. But nobody knows for sure, let's be honest. So, there's that. Before we get to international relations, I want to go back to what you mentioned about the vaccination programs. It's crystal yes. clear that at this moment, how people still try to refuse or reject to be vaccinated, despite the fact that... Mm, some countries around the world are still facing the issue or the threat of COVID-19. Why do you think today some people in Lithuania, they're still rejecting this idea to say, I don't want to be vaccinated or without vaccination, my freedom will be taken away. How should we comprehend this package? Well, it is really hard for me to also comprehend it because at one hand vaccination is really helpful it is proven that at least pfizer is 88 percent more helpful against covid 19 okay but then Lithuanians do not really change their mindset since pandemic has started because people that always said like oh we all gonna get sick with covid we're gonna get immunity it's gonna be fine we don't need vaccines they're still saying it after what two years so you know they did not change and it feels like it they are the same people that spoke the same thing when the pandemic started it's just a flu you know it's just a joke the numbers are lies and so on and i it's hard to understand why, but even some politicians don't believe in... It's, it's funny, some politicians even believe that vaccines won't help us, you know? So, of course, then some people will be like, oh, you see, even some political figures do not believe it. So, let's continue with our uh, thought process, okay? Then, also, I think it is the cultural aspect, because people that are against vaccines at least COVID-19 vaccine, not all the vaccines. They are reminded of the Soviet Union where some things were mandatory and you had no choice because, you know, those generations that went to the protest, they lived through the Soviet Union or they at least got a glimpse of it in their teenage years, like 90s and so on. So it is very reminiscent of that. Also, the ideals of the United States, you know, the freedom of choice are widely spread, you know, in Lithuania, because when, when Lithuanians say that, oh, it's my freedom of choice, it truly reminds me of the how Americans also said in the beginning of the pandemic that it is their freedom of choice to get vaccinated or not to get vaccinated, you know. It's all of these kind of things, our cultural context and the cultural context that you might gather from the other sources. So, yeah, and it is mostly older generations that refuse it. But from uh, what I spoke with, the younger generations also are very, 
a bit doubtful of the vaccine as well. For younger generations, they're like, oh, the vaccine was too fast. We don't know if it's reliable. It might impact our, um, how to say, health, you know. But then I'm like, you know, not only vaccines impact our health, if we are speaking about health, our lifestyle, our eating habits, even uh, the smoking, alcoholism, like, I can only imagine that not only vaccines might cause very right of death. So, you know, I am, I just want people to get vaccinated. So I am really biased, you know, I, it's hard for me to emphasize with people that are saying like, oh, we won't get vaccinated when we know that third world countries and not even third world countries, for example, in India, they do not have enough vaccines. And now we have variants like Delta, you know, and, and here in Lithuania, when we have enough vaccines that are free, people are saying like, no, we won't take it. That's very privileged of you, isn't it? You know, that's how I view it. Because some people would do anything to get a vaccine, but then there are, there are people that are saying that it's government's fault for people to get that. It just, I'm really emotional, as you can see, because I see how my country is doing worse and worse. And in our pandemic is coming and the thing that is most important our education system people are not speaking about it <laughs> it's really disheartening to see how people would rather speak about not getting vaccinated but forget that a whole generation of kids won't have a proper education because our education levels right now after last year they are in all-time low because some people might not afford computers and so on. But then the government is saying like, oh, we need to vaccinate, vaccinate children as well. How does that work? <laughs> it, just, it just baffles me. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's very surprising for you to say that, especially you mentioned at the beginning people, or even today, they're looking at the Western culture. They're looking at this Western world to still believe the whole pandemic, it's a hoax or it's a, it's a abuse to the freedom. But one thing I want to make sure, and I think everyone can agree with me, is there is internet in Lithuania. And people could actually go online to see the tide of the waves have changed in the U.S. More politicians and even more citizens collectively join the efforts to say, listen, wearing the mask, being vaccinated has nothing to do with your freedom, has nothing to do with the word liberty. It's your moral obligation to be vaccinated. So that's why coming back from you to say, especially the younger generations, surprisingly are standing at the crossroads to say, listen, either vaccination or freedom, either, be, either being safe or liberty. How crazy, you know, again, we are doing the podcast, so I try to be polite as much as possible. But the word is how lunatic, I mean, it is to understand the concept. Can you, can you just share, I mean, and what about the government? Why can't they 
solve this issue, I mean, is everything today in the political spectrum has to be done in protests, riots, and chaos? What is happening to the relationship between morality and sanity? Can you help us to understand? If all I could, it's just hard for me to see how what things are unfolding in Lithuania as well. It, it really feels like it has nothing to do with vaccination. It has nothing to do with refugees because the meeting, you know, was organized by the political party. And I just, you know, checked it out and I'm like, no one knows this party. It's just... I don't know. It felt like public relations move. And mm. that this party use innocent people that have those views, you know, that are like, no, you cannot uh, uh, force us to vaccinate. And they use it against for their own uh, gain, you know. It feels like people were manipulated because, yes, Lithuania has internet, as you mentioned. Yes, we have a really wonderful internet. <laughs> the problem is what we are what we are looking for, you know, because, you know, uh, younger generations consume media in English. Older generations consume media in the Russian language. And as you know, Russians tend to do something like propaganda against our own government, you know, and as you know, Russia is very skeptical about vaccines and so on, like, and the whole pandemic, you know. So, because older generations, at least that's my theory, because I see the tendencies from the older people I know, that they do consume media in Russian, and they consume uh, news in Russian, you know. And in Russia, vaccine skepticism is a bit uh, rampant, so to speak. So, not, no wonder that they get influenced, okay. But, like, this protest, I wonder if that it was truly against vaccines. I'm just skeptical. It really feels like insiders work because it is like correlation with the refugees, okay? Because Belarus was like, oh, the cheap flights from Afghanistan to Belarus and from other countries. And then uh, those people went to Belarus-Lithuanian um, Belarus border to go to Lithuania, yeah. So it was the tactical maneuver. Lukashenko said that it was tactical maneuver, let's be honest. Because they were like, haha, you see Lithuanians, you're gonna suffer. <sighs> I mean, I wonder, because uh, this protest happened after refugee crisis, because from what I saw, the official statement of this protest, you know, the organizers was against vaccines, was against antigen tests, was against, uh, you know, those barcodes that you need to show that you are vaccinated, you know, these kind of things, and against refugees. It, I, it felt like, it felt just like uh, a recruitment process to get as much people as possible. Mm. Because those organizers, they knew it's popular topic right now. They knew people are not happy with vaccines. They knew people are afraid of refugees because, I mean, if I'm being honest, I would also be afraid. Journalism did an awful job at portraying refugees. They showcased them as animals in zoo. Mm. I was disgusted when I saw that. I'm like, oh my goodness, they are people. How can you show them like that? Uh, it just, maybe because I actually have friends that are from 
Iraq, Iran, mm. and uh, those more affected countries. So I can only empathize with Afghan people as well. But like, the Slovenian media were so xenophobic. I could not believe my eyes. And then, and then they are wondering, huh, why, why people hold such values? Well, they check the media. They are not doing a good job either. In general, mm. it just, I'm losing my faith in society, not even in government, in just older generation that are partaking in those meetings, because it feels like, uh, speaking of the meetings, those uh, protests, okay, they called it a meeting, by the way, that's why I'm speaking about <laughs> like a meeting. Well, what a, what a fancy way to quote this. What a fancy way to legitimize the protests and the riots. Go ahead. Exactly, exactly. They just, I was like, I was baffled. But then again, it was, like I said, 20 people that initiated those riots, okay? It was not everyone, not everyone that, came, because people came there with children, some of them, you know, of course they don't want to get hurt. And it was mostly 20 people that in, initiated those riots. But like, even before then, in that uh, protest, they had um, uh, Holocaust symbolism, you know, that like, oh, we are like Jews getting uh, into camps and so on. And I'm like, wow, that's so rich of Lithuanians to say. Did they forget that they actually murdered Jews? I cannot miss them, really. It's, it's embarrassing. Oh. It's rather embarrassing to see that. But I want to remind you, and I want to remind our listeners, recently the Prime Minister of Hungary sat down with one of the major media outlets in America. And if I'm not mistaken, the Prime Minister of Hungary, it's Viktor Orban. Viktor Orban, during this presidential election in America in 2016, one of the candidates called Viktor Orban, I quote, a thug, because he was actually doing the opposite of what the populism or what the socialism agenda was open up doors, having mercy, showing compassion to the refugees. But today, in the midst of the pandemic, what Orban did was actually more effective is to close down the borders, check with everyone who came to the country, and not everyone was qualified to enter Hungary as immigrants, let alone as refugees. And this is why he was getting so much hated and he received the hatred from the international communities as someone who is not demonstrating, quote, compassion and mercy or even um, tolerance to this international community. So that's number one. Number two is let's talk about the immigration or the refugee crisis in Lithuania. So first question, again, you're, you, you are the boots on the ground. What is the government reaction towards refugees at this moment? Because lately we read so much about the, the turmoil, the political chaos in over Afghanistan. Taliban, it's gradually shifting and claiming more territories in Afghanistan. And um, based on the recent interview from CNN, they are more likely to move in this grandiose, a grandier scale 
in terms of enlarging the territory, and that terrified the people in Afghanistan. So what is the attitude from Lithuanian government towards refugees or immigrants from these war-torn countries? And second is, how effective has this strategy been? I was watching like state news, if I'm being honest, quite often these days. I would hear this and that. And I was so surprised that we will not accept refugees. Like, I do not hear about anything about accepting refugees. Every, I hear every single time that they are saying like, oh, we said that they cannot come here. We're going to have a fence. We are going to have metal fence. They, they, we will not have any refugees. You Lithuanians are safe from refugees. We caught these few refugees in this village. They're going to get deported. Like every single refugee, we're going to have a health checkups for them. Like uh, uh, women and children are in this hospital to get fed and so on. These refugees are in another one. And uh, we're going to advise them to come back to Afghanistan if they can. We will not accept them. That's the message I got. We will not accept any of them. And I was very confused. I was like, are you serious? How is it possible? Did I, did I, did I not see a memo where we accepted the quota of refugees? Lithuanians are like saying, government is saying that we will not accept any of them. And I'm, I'm so confused. I'm like, we will not even accept women and children. Are you serious? And I'm just very confused about what, what Lithuanian government is thinking because it will look so bad in international media. Like if something, for example, I hope it will not happen. For example, if we're going to get into the war, for example, you know, Lithuanians, um, how Lithuanians are expecting to be treated overseas when they're going to go to, to get refuge in other countries if they are not accepting this war torn people in our own country right now but as i said in 2016 um when refugee crisis in europe was happening um lithuanians did accept some refugees and uh, but those refugees well at least from the legends that i heard they went to germany or scandinavia where they might get um, better money you know but no one is speaking about those people that stayed and got integrated into the society, you know. So some Lithuanians are still salty over that, what happened in the first refugee crisis. But I was so confused that government is not going to accept any refugees into Lithuania unless state media is not reporting that we're going to accept any. But right now they are saying that we're going to build a fence over our borders, you know, that metallic fence that no one can cross. Um, so yeah, I'm very confused. But don't you think, but I hate to be the devil's advocate, but don't you think that by rejecting the refugees or illegal immigrants coming to Lithuania, that could be actually a positive move? Because remember what happened again in 2001, September 11th happened. That was tragic for the world to watch. And also what happened in France, what happened in, uh, in Great Britain over the decades, 
refugees or illegal immigrants came to the country, they chose not to assimilate with the local culture, but instead, they formed their own, quote, league of friends or league of allies within the communities and then turn against the locals, turn against the native speakers. So from your perspective, that don't you think that you... As a Lithuanian, you are going to be anxious to say, one day, these people were going to turn into other different ways or other different phases that they're going to become the endangered or dangerous species for the society. Aren't you concerned about that? Um, when people say that, I always say that, hey, we have dangerous Lithuanians, if you did not notice. Like... I don't think I would feel any less safe than right now, you know, because there are really problematic Lithuanians mm. right now, like that are that are really hateful towards different people, you know, and that I'm just like when people say like, oh, refugees, they might do something to your country. Like I'm more afraid of Lithuanians doing something to our country. Like let's see this protest. They were no refugees there. Let's be honest. So, I don't know, if, we, if this country is going to get messed up, it's more likely that Lithuania is going to be <laughs> the fault at this, you know? Because, as I said, if you're going to accept refugees, most of them, they will not stay here. Like, come on, of course, in the United Kingdom they stayed, of course, in France they stayed, because the, it, the wages are better there, like, uh, in general. It's uh, life in there is better, at least that, that's what Lithuanians say. And we already had this thing that, in general, nobody stays here because Lithuanians are really not accepting. They are very cold. Our climate is also not the best, mm. to be honest. And uh, in general, the culturally, a lot of people do not stay here from different countries because it's very hard to assimilate, even if you want to. And if you don't want to, you're gonna get face. You're gonna face discrimination. Let's be honest. And this bad wage. Facing discrimination, I bet people would just go away to different countries, mm. if I'm being honest. But of course, uh, people are still salty over this. And uh, I don't know, it really feels... Uh, uh, I don't have uh, this uh, opinion about immigrants, negative opinion about different countries in general, because um, I have a lot of... I I, fr I am friends with different people from all, all around the world and I noticed that people that are decent and people that are bad, they can be from the same country. So, plus, Lithuanians, when they immigrate to different countries, they also form groups. In some cases, Lithuanians don't even uh, learn the local language, you know. So, you know, it would not be that different. Because right now uh, we have uh, cultural minorities in Lithuania as well. For example, Russians are really excluded as well, like Russian speakers. They cannot really partake in government and so on. And it's like different community overall. Uh, same goes for the Jeep. Um, uh, I forgot how to say, um, Rom not Romanians, but basically other communities as well. So we Lithuanians, we don't include other communities and because of that, they are excluded and they have their own communities. So it would not be that different, you know? Of course, the numbers are a lot bigger right now. But as I said, 
not a lot of people would stay here because government would not be sufficient enough to satisfy their needs even, especially when they know that they can get better deal in different countries. So I really don't think they would get more terror attacks or something like that, because let's be honest, nobody cares about Lithuania. If you have a terror attack in France or in the um, United Kingdom, all the international news is going to be plastered. In Lithuania, eh, not really. You know, it's going to be just a little tiny mention. So even strategically, it's not really that mm, good, I suppose. I mean, it's really dark, but that's my honest opinion. It's so surprising that you mentioned that comparing with other larger countries, Lithuania will be or is more likely to be the last country actually will get the world attention. But surprisingly, that today, Lithuania is actually gaining more popularity or is gaining more attention just in China alone. Well, you know, I wish we had all the time to talk more topics in depth. But anyway, thank you so much for being with us. And of course, every single topic and every single time that you brought deeper analysis in Lithuania, it really helped our listeners and viewers to understand so much more about this country. And we'd love to have you back on and love to tell us so much more about the future of the country. Thank you so much for being with us.